The following is my conversation with Oriol Vignals, a digital artist who specializes in colorizing Image Comics covers. His partnership with Image Comics Director of Digital Marketing, Chris Burnham, is a perfect example of the power of artificial intelligence. I explore how Vignals works with uh, IAW file data to create beautiful, realistic colors that pop off the page. In this episode, we talk about the importance of colorizing comics for connecting with a wider audience, as well as the process and reasons behind his work. Thanks for joining me, Oriol. This show is made possible through the support of Oldies Spine Chiller. Oldies Spine Chiller is a business that manufactures and markets artificial spines for people who are looking to reduce or remove their spine curvature. They provide a safe, affordable, and permanent solution to spinal curvature. Mm -hmm. They also offer a variety of services to help you achieve your long-term health and well-being. If you're interested in learning more about Oldies Spine Chiller or their products, please visit their website at oldspinechiller.com. We thank Oldies Spine Chiller for their support, and we hope you enjoy this episode. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi there. Thanks for coming on the podcast today. Uh, yeah, no problem. Thank you. For those of you who may not be familiar with you, can you tell me a little bit about your work and what you specialize in? Sure. So I'm a digital artist, and my specialty is colorizing image comics covers. So what that means is that I take the covers from Image Comics, which are these really iconic, dark and violent comics, and I turn them into these colorful, almost ethereal pieces. What was it about Image Comics that drew you to colorize their covers specifically? It's actually a really interesting story. So initially I started doing it as a way to connect with the comics. I was really interested in the art and the storytelling within them, but I also found that a lot of people outside of comics were really interested in the covers too. So it became this kind of gateway into other kinds of art. And as far as the comics themselves go, I think they're absolutely amazing. They're one of my favorite publishers. That's definitely true. They've always been known for their brutally gruesome covers, but they've developed into much more than just that over time. That's definitely right. And I think part of the success of their branding has to do with the fact that they never compromise on the quality or storytelling within the comic itself. They always put out the best comic possible. They always put out the best comic possible which is something that's really important to me as an artist because I want my colorizations to reflect that same level of quality and commitment to storytelling. Absolutely. So from what perspective do you approach colorizing comic covers? Is it strictly from an artistic standpoint or do you also consider how it will affect sales and attention paid to the comic? In a word, absolutely. Every decision that I make when colorizing a cover is driven by how it will look and affect the overall look and feel of the comic itself. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned earlier that you often connect with people who aren't normally fans of comics. What kind of feedback have you received from them? So far, the feedback has been overwhelmingly positive. People seem to really appreciate how relatable and approachable my colorizations are. They feel like they're walking into a personal gallery rather than just looking at a comic book cover, which is definitely something that I aim for with each and every one of my creations. That makes total sense. And speaking of creating quality art, what exactly goes into creating realistic colors for comic cover purposes? Do you use any specific software or methods? Do you use any specific software or methods? So the process of colorizing a comic cover typically starts with me receiving a RAW file of the cover, which is basically a digital version of an image that's been taken with a camera. So this is the original picture that was taken. Exactly. Once I've received the RAW file, I start by scrapping any background elements and any other extraneous pieces of information from the image. 
this helps to clean up the image and makes it easier to work with. Makes sense. Next, I'll start working on the colors. I'll start by choosing my base color and then adding layer after layer of different colors until I get something that looks really realistic and pops off the page. Wow, that sounds like it can take a lot of creativity and time to get it just right. What are some of the main challenges you face when colorizing comics covers? One of the main challenges is definitely trying to get the colors to look realistic while still fitting within the context of the comic itself. For example, if I'm colorizing a cover for a Spider-Man comic, I want the web-slinging action to look as realistically as possible while still staying true to the overall tone and feel of that particular comic. That makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And do you have any tips or tricks that you use to help achieve this goal? Yeah, there are, there are definitely some tricks that I use in order to get those tricky color transitions looking perfect. But ultimately, it always comes down to trial and error. Sometimes there are certain colors that just don't look right without being heavily toned down. So it's really about experimentation until you find what works best for each individual cover. That sounds like it can be really challenging, but also really rewarding at the end. So what are your thoughts on colorizing comics for connecting with a wider audience? Do you think it's beneficial in terms of attracting new fans or does it go beyond that? I think colorizing comics is definitely beneficial in terms of attracting new fans. It's one way that I can connect with people who might not normally be interested in comics. And it's also a way for me to share my passion for the medium with a wider audience. That makes total sense. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about the future of colorizing comic covers? Are there any trends that you're seeing that you're looking forward to exploring further? Yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to exploring more trends and styles as colorizing comics becomes more popular and widespread. But at the end of the day, my goal is always to provide quality artwork that will look great on every single cover. Sounds like you're doing a great job. And thanks for telling us more about your work with colorizing comic covers. It sounds fascinating. Thank you. It's been fun to talk about my process and share some of the tips and tricks that I use in order to make my colorizations look as realistic as possible. That's great. And we hope that you'll keep sharing your amazing work with us and the broader community. Thanks for joining us today, Oriol Vignelles. Uh... Thank you, Lexman. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Lexman's Artificial Podcast. This episode was all about coloring comics with digital artist Oriol Vignelles. We got to learn about his process and the challenges that he faces when colorizing comic covers. Oriol Vignelles will read a poem for us titled Petrified Garden. Enjoy. In my petrified garden, I plant no flowers, I grow no leaves, only thorns and briars that prick and sting. In a futile attempt to survive, 